for the week of April 4th, 2021. Uh, this is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. Ready or not, here I jash. My lord, here's your news. Uh, we it's it's just fucking. I gotta I gotta preface all this, Josh, with it's just bummers, just bummers all the way down. Uh, a bunch of bummers. Yeah. So uh, the annual charity speed running festival, summer day, summer games done quick, will return as an online only event running from July fourth through eleventh. That's okay. Yeah. So that's the last how couple have been really good. Yeah, so. that's how it's been running uh, for the last year. So this is nothing new, but. Uh, with the health and safety of all in mind, Summer da- Games Done... I keep saying Summer Dames. Summer Games Done Quick 2021 uh, is now online. The organizers wrote on Twitter, expect the same week-long charity speedrun event you know and love. Uh, this year's submission process will be open between now, like right now, uh-huh. and, and uh, April 11th. So Boy, it'd be really cool if they got some Turbo Graphics games on there because... It feels like it's been a long time. I remember watching a guy speedrun Bonk's Revenge, and the whole time he was just like, man, it'd be really cool if we got some more Turbo Graphics runners on here and we get some more yeah. Turbo games. And the whole chat was just like, yes, more Turbo, yes, more Turbo. And I believe the the next time, which was just Winter Games Done Quick, yeah. um, I think once once again they ran Bonk's Revenge. Again, one game. <laughs> it's like, okay, there, there's more than one good game to run. Yeah. God damn it! There's like a billion shoot 'em ups. Let's let's do one of them. Let's do a right. shoot 'em ups. What's race. your What's your most wanted speed run for Turbo Graphics? Oh man. Oh well, I mean, the only one I'm good at would be Lords of Thunder. I yeah. can do that on normal with no deaths, so I'm all right there. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to watch people do it, maybe Rondo of Blood, dude. Maybe Valus Four or Valus Three. Those would be good because Valus Three would be a good one because. If you're watching like a race of Valus 3, that ice level where you have to like slide over those giant gaps, that would fuck people so bad it'd be amazing. Um, and there's got to be some decent players at Valus 3 because it came out on the Genesis too, you know? Maybe. Um, but uh, I'd say Airzonk would be another good one. <laughs> nice. Uh, last year's Summer Games Done Quick, I said it right that time, raised more than $2 million for the medical humanitarian organization Doctors Without Borders. Uh, in nice. other bummer news, Tokyo Game Show 2021, which was previously previously announced to be held in person, will instead be held as an online-only event. TGS 2021 Online will run from September 30th to October 3rd. Wow. Yeah. So what does that mean for the Tokyo Olympics? Uh, Tokyo Olympics, still- I believe, uh, I, I only check headlines at this point, but I believe it's still happening, but... Uh, I don't know that anybody from out of the country can come, like, to spectate. I'm I'm not exactly sure. There's some sort of restriction. Um, But TGS 2021 Online will be the second online-only version of the event following last year's, but promises further evolution. Based on user feedback from 2020, organizers plan to roll out e-commerce, business matching, and even playable demos. Additionally, a physical venue will be prepared for members of the press and influencers uh, to go hands-on with new titles and interview developers, an online tour that uh, that allows general public to experience a simulation of the venue is also planned. Well, that sounds pretty cool. I I honestly think that these these shows can expand a lot on this whole thing. Um, Summer Games Done Quick, I think that'll be great. People can participate in Twitch. They can do their own things. Watching multiple different Twitch channels even, I think, during that week. Um, And it's around the clock. And really, 
honestly, the only time I've ever attended, quote unquote, uh, a game's done quick has been via Twitch anyway. So that'll work really well. If, if other big events or big venues and stuff like that kind of followed their lead and making it interactive and being able to just kind of contribute to it while you're watching, you can make it a big event, have a Twitter feed going, you know, like in three minutes, yeah. Nintendo's going up to, you know, they're going to announce the new Animal Crossing or something. And everybody gets their shit all up and they're like, hold on, I got to get out of this meeting, you know it could work out it's cool um and i'm i'm, I'm a little surprised that they're they're not going to do any face-to-face because that's september um meanwhile in the u.s gen con is going to be face-to-face this year and that is also in september they bumped it back a month yeah um and they're planning attending face-to-face it's going to be a hybrid face-to-face and virtual um and man and we're we're following that lead a couple weeks later with lincoln up in the uh, central wisconsin area in merle <clears throat> good old merle all right, more bummer news. The Analog Pocket handheld console will miss its original May 2021 shipment date and will slip to October instead. <clears throat> so in an official statement, they said, the current global state of affairs continues to create supply chain challenges outside of our control. There have been sudden and severe electrical component shortages as well as logistical issues leading to a domino effect of challenges for nearly everyone in the industry. We're working very hard to get pocket out as fast as possible and we appreciate your understanding and patience you getting one of these no no i hadn't planned on it i actually do not have any um, analog consoles at all i know they're pretty and they look amazing um and i just want to get my hands on one and attempt to play it at some point um before really deciding to take that plunge it did look like a pretty cool console though the pocket looked neat yeah I've, i've not been interested in any of them except for this one and the duo oh yeah no, that is what I did put my name on the list for, is the Analog Duo. I, yeah. I'll, I'll grab that. Jesus Christ, I'll grab that. Yeah, so when it was announced in late 2019, Analog touted the Pocket as the most advanced handheld console ever conceived, an FPGA-based machine that could be configured to play cartridges from all the most popular classic handheld systems, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, the Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket, Atari Lynx, and even the Turbo Express. So, uh, it uh, the pre-orders like sold out immediately, but they did clarify like this is not a limited edition thing. If you want Good. one, eventually you will be able to get one. Good. Um, so yeah, Good. that's that's pretty cool. I, they're touting it as the most powerful handheld ever. Man, there, that must be uh you know like, like for we'll just ignore the Vita and the Switch. Well, are, they said the most advanced. So whatever <laughs> that means, that's pretty nebulous. Okay. So. Well, I mean, I guess you can put Atari Lynx games in it, which is pretty goddamn advanced, let's be honest. Pretty goddamn advanced. I could um, play a Food Fight. Isn't that what that one, the refrigerator fighting man, vegetable game? I have no Such idea. A- I, uh, <laughs> my, my Lynx knowledge is pretty slim. Um, I've got one. I've played it twice, maybe. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, and then finally, this is not a bummer. <laughs> uh, Platinum Games, in partnership with Hamster, has announced Soul Cresta a new title that inherits the spirit of classic shoot 'em up games in uh she- sorry classic shoot 'em up games moon cresta and terra cresta and the first and it's the first entry in its neo classic arcade series so it's going to be available for PS4 Switch and PC uh, the first game in this vertical scrolling shmup series was moon cresta and it was developed by Nichibutsu uh, and released in arcades in 1980 the follow-up, Terra Cresta, hit arcades in 85 and spawned multiple sequels, including Terra Force, Terra Cresta 2, and Terra Cresta 3D. 
So Moon Cresta and Terra Cresta are available as Arcade Archive releases on the PS4. There is currently no release date for Soul Cresta, but it's been um, rated already, so it sounds like it's coming very soon. Nice. And the uh, trailer made it look like it was pretty far along. So, right on. Um, I'll typically buy just about anything Platinum puts out, so I'm pretty excited for this one. Hell yeah! All right, brother. That's our news. Time for the new releases. releases schmoo releases let's let's hear it <laughs> there's so much shit i gotta like edit around with your relationship <laughs> i love it every time i'm just like this is fun to edit <laughs> just giving everybody a little behind the scenes look <laughs> uh, uh anyway uh here we go uh not a lot coming out this week uh lost words by beyond the page for ps4 xbox one switch and pc no idea what that is. Sounds like a word game. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm for PS5, PS4, and PC also coming uh, to your PlayStation Plus membership this month. So That's pretty crazy. Yeah, day and date you get it on your PS Plus membership. That's awesome. I'm definitely grabbing that, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Before Your Eyes for PC. And last but not least, The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4 for Switch and PC. Oh, you ever play any of cool. those uh, Trails of Cold Steel games? I mean, I've played Legend of Heroes games, but not the <sighs> Trails of Cold Steel ones. I have never played any of the Trails of Cold Steel games. I know that you said you have played some Legend of Heroes games. Um, they're all tied together. They're yeah. all a part of that Dragon Slayer, Legend of Heroes. Uh, yeah. Gosh, the old, I mean, all the way back to Famicom. So it's all tied together in some way. Yeah. Um, but I've never played the Trials of Cold Steel game. They look cool. They look they yeah. look brilliant. They look beautiful. Falcom's amazing. So, I mean, of course I got to give it a chance. It's just, I think I need to find like three or four years where I'm basically <laughs> laying in a bed and not able to move because yeah, that's when yeah. I can get to the, that well, series. you know, I can, I don't know, I can try to like paralyze you or something next time I see you and just, you just hit you with my car or something. I don't know. There you go. I don't know. There you I don't go. Know. Or just, you know, don't shovel your driveway again and make me do it and then I'll fall into the snowbank and die. <laughs> I shoveled that driveway, you son of a bitch. No, you sure did. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, all right. Uh, all right. It's time for the Game Spotlight. All right, so this week we are talking about a brand new release. Just came out this past week. We're talking about Monster Hunter Rise. Your mouth is agape. Did I forget something? Yeah, because I said I wanted this week. Oh, you do? No, no. Go ahead. Do your stupid Monster Hunter Rise. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just delete everything I've got prepared. No, no. We'll save it for next week. We'll save it. Josh has something amazing prepared for you guys next week. He's been typing it up all day. Uh, he's now been I'm doing doing all I'm sorts of research like with my arms folded and listen to you talk about a goddamn monster hunter game great yeah man so this is my first monster hunter game so uh just a little word of warning for any uh monster hunter uh you know pros out there uh this is going to be um the perspective of a noob so there's going to be all sorts of ignorant bullshit spewing from my face at this at this moment um which is not too different than usual yeah Josh, <laughs> zing. Uh, anyway, um, so 
my first Monster Hunter game, I've always wanted to get into them. Uh, my my first story about a Monster Hunter game is playing one at E3 on the PSP, not understanding what the hell it was. I kept re- resetting the game, which would bork the entire um, display that Capcom had going on. So this poor lady who was running the booth had to go and um, had to go and like uh, re uh, reboot everything. And she was looking at me like I was a stupid asshole because I was because I was like, I, I, I thought I, what I thought was I was like, oh, somebody left the demo on. Uh, I want to start it from the beginning. So I'm going to reset the game, which, you know, all the PSPs were linked together. So that fucked up everything. And yeah, anyway, so that's my only experience previously with a Monster Hunter game. Um, so what it is, um, according to my uh, estimation here, is this is essentially it feels like an MMO to me, you know, the loop of the game. It feels like, uh, go out on a, on a quest, which can be like hunt a monster or gather eight of these or kill 10 of these, or, you know, just your typical like MMO type fucking mission, uh, harvest all the shit for parts, uh, come back, upgrade your shit, uh, rinse and repeat. Right. Um, that's, that's basically the loop. Very simplified. However, there is really nothing else about the game that is simplified. Like, uh, I'm finding the um, the menu system, all the game systems themselves, to be, like, a little overwhelming and complex. But I knew that going in. I had an idea of it. So I've, I've been very purposeful about, like, very slowly taking my time, going through all of the tutorials, some of them twice, uh, reading all the dialogue boxes very carefully, sometimes twice, sometimes three times, and like really getting to know it. And while that made my first couple hours kind of tedious, um, now that I'm out like in the field kicking monster ass, I feel a lot more well equipped to do what I need to do. Now, there are still some things that I'm like, what now? Uh, there, apparently there's something that's relatively new. I, I I don't know where you can like ride the monsters. You can like jump on them and fucking not necessarily tame them, but you like you you shoot out these like spider web things at them like you're fucking Spider Man, and then you jump on top of them and you start riding them around and attacking other monsters or just running your monster into the wall. That that like uh, that mechanic is still very clunky to me, um, and I still need to figure it out. But man, so other than that, like I'm loving it. Like I'm really liking the loop. I'm I feel like it's it's pulling me in. I'm addicted uh, to it. The the graphics, you know, it's a Switch game, but it looks really really good on the Switch. Obviously, it would look better on a next gen console, duh, right? But what it does is it really pushes the Switch. Looks beautiful. The music's fantastic. Uh, the story, such as it is, there's really not much of it. It's fine. It's there to service the hey, go kick some monster ass, and you know come back and then uh, eat some food and then go back and kick some more monster ass, you know. Um, I have not played it online yet. Both Klaus and Dave bought this game. And that's the reason I bought it, because I was like, oh, I might actually be able to play it online with somebody at some point. Um, But I'm looking forward to it, going on like a big monster hunt with like, you know, three of my friends or something. Um, But the single player so far has been great. I've liked it. I've liked exploring and learning all the systems and wandering around and uh, beating the shit out of ugly ass monsters, so yeah, it's sixty bucks full price. Yeah, and is it? It is. Uh, from what I understand, so far it's a Switch exclusive, right? Yeah, yeah. At least for now, I would imagine it'll remain that way for a while. 
And I know that I'm not a Monster Hunter aficionado by any means. I'm completely, you know, I have no idea what the franchise is about other than obviously hunting and killing monsters and harvesting their parts for things and building leather-like armors and shit off of their hides or whatever. Yeah. Just pretty pretty vulgar and mean, <laughs> if I'm being Sounds like a pretty you're a pretty awful person. But yeah, hey, yeah, pretty much the game. I just want to know how different it is from Monster Hunter World, which is free on PlayStation Network for uh, PS5 owners, because like if I was going to jump into a game, I would certainly want to play if I was going to jump into the Monster Hunter universe or whatever, I'd want to play it on a console that I have people that I can play with. And I don't have a lot of people that I'm connected with on the switch. And matter of fact, I'm not even sure how that works, like headsets and gaming and like, do you have to connect with people? Do you friend them on the game? Do you have to get then fucking Nintendo Wii friend code or whatever all over again? Like, I I don't know. The PlayStation is just so much more intuitive oh, yeah. for finding people, gaming with people that it's like, hmm, I think I'll just stick with Monster Hunter World if I really want to jump into something like this. And especially since the, you know, the asking price is zero dollars. So it's kind of the perfect price. Yeah, for sure. I, I can't speak to you how different this is from World other than I know it's added some stuff. There's like this whole weird bug system where you collect bugs and they're basically like your items and your buffs and all that shit. Um, but I can't really speak to how different it is. Um, I know that Monster Hunter World still has a pretty active uh, community. Yes, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I picked it up on switch cause I'm like, Oh, it's portable. I can play this shit anywhere. I'll lay in bed and play it, uh, take it to the cabin, play it, True. you know, whatever. Um, True. but, uh, um, yeah. Uh, and, and as far as like playing online on the switch, I mean, shit. Yeah. You still have your friend code bullshit, but, and if you want to chat, like just fucking use discord, don't bother with the Nintendo online app or whatever the hell they've got going on. Like yeah. people tend to just play or to use Discord. I know that my kids, no matter what they're playing, whether it's on their PC, on their Xbox, on PlayStation, on Switch, whatever it is, when they're playing with their friends, it's always just Discord. They always have their phones huh. sitting next to them and they're playing. They've got a Discord channel open, but that seems to be what Nintendo has been like. Nintendo's been like, figure it out yourselves, guys. So feels that way, yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate, but at the same time, I get it. I mean, it yeah. does. Uh, it does protect them from certain issues when it's like creepy old men hitting on you know teenage (laughs) men teenage boys or whatever and i get it there's there's a lot of things to be worried about because people do put their trust in nintendo to be the ones to protect them parents don't want to be parents they want the game systems and the and the companies to do it for them that's how i roll that's how i roll (laughs) nintendo nintendo take the wheel you're my kids that's right i'll I'll see you guys before bedtime good night (laughs) all right josh so it is time for the last question, my man. Um, on the on the kind of theme of Monster Hunter and whatever, I was thinking about like when was the last time I really kind of got deep into the systems of a game and really was like, I'm gonna nerd out on this. I'm gonna buy like a fucking book. I'm gonna you know start studying up. I'm really gonna try to dissect uh, how this game is made. So I want to know when was the last time you did that. It's a good thing that you asked that question, honestly, and this isn't this isn't uh, pre-discussed either, so that's cool. But uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, I got I got a strategy book, I've got a couple other materials that I bought with it. I got posters, I got all kinds of shit because I like jumped straight in. Amazon was doing an amazing deal on buy the game for forty bucks and get this you know extra stuff for twenty bucks here and there, and so. Um, the reason why it's interesting that you brought it up is because this week, guess what I did? I started jumping back into cyberpunk because nice. 1.2 is out, yeah. uh, 1.2 on 
PS5 is out, and my God, does it look gorgeous. Yeah. It plays so well. Uh, I got through the main uh, opening story the first four or five hours. Zero glitches, zero crashes, zero anything. Hey, like, like a real game. game. I know. It's like the game was meant to come out in March of 2021. What the <laughs> fuck? Crazy, right? Which everybody was saying, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about that, and I think I, I, I personally love uh, buying physical strategy guides for certain yes. games you know there's something yep. about it that i really enjoy i bought it i think the last one i bought was for final fantasy 15 and i don't really know why i i don't even know i did that too i i, I hardly ever used it even like i yeah th- that game wasn't very complicated at all so i'm like why do i need this you know um but it kind of brings you know like final fantasy 15 was the first one that was a real original you know final fantasy game since 13 which came out a billion years before that yeah 13 sucked 12 was whatever but i don't know the reason why i jumped in and bought the final fantasy 15 book and the strategy guide when i bought the game is because it kind of made me feel like i was buying final fantasy 3 for the super nintendo all over again (laughs) and that one's pretty straightforward as well but you had that book and it was kind of like oh i'm gonna nerd out for a weekend and eat potato chips and drink soda and play final fantasy all weekend and then you realize you didn't even need the book, but still yeah. it was kind of cool. That's why I did it at least. Yep. But uh, before that, um, I bought day and date with the game. I bought the uh, Street Fighter V uh, strategy okay. guide because, you know, I've always dabbled in, in uh, fighting games and Street Fighter in particular, but I never really like tried to jump in. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to learn these terms. I'm going to try to learn these strategies and figure out all this shit. And for a while I did and I was doing really well, but like anything, I fell off of it. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's like if you're learning a language and you don't practice it regularly, you forget the goddamn language. Right. So that's kind of like me with Street Fighter. Um, I'll get I'll get really hardcore into it and I'll I'll start doing really well and climbing up the leaderboards. And then, you know, I'll fall off of it, come back three months later and I'll be a fucking scrub again. That's just how I am. Plus, I'm old man. I'm an old man with an old man brain. Mm. Same. Same So that's it for this week. If you want to find more of our stuff, you can go to mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. Uh, at the top right of the forums homepage, you can find the link to our Discord chat. Always people chatting there. You can go to youtube.com slash mojomenace where Klaus and I post some video stuff. Check out bait coming soon. And then uh, on the social media websites, we are pretty much everywhere at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? If they'd like to continue the chatter with me on Cyberpunk or Final Fantasy or whatever, maybe I'll even give you the hint as to what game we'll be discussing next week in our Gamer Spotlight, assuming John doesn't forget. Matter of fact, I'll give you a hint right now. That hint is Bugman. But if you'd like to continue that conversation with me on Twitter, you can always find me at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the Internet. All right. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.